folks, it's that uh, time again, uh, episode 6 of Share the Beans, and as I mentioned last time that uh, I'd be chatting to a guest, and we'll have a guest with us, and I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Charles Ashton van der Vader, commonly known as Charlie. Yeah, people always want to know how we meet Jesus, how we how we get to know him, um, and that that's part of our journey, and and, and that's that's something that we um, I know I'm always keen to share with yeah. people. So can you can you just tell us a, or give us a bit of a background about well how you met the Lord, how you came to know him, how did he how did he intervene in your life in a, in in a way yeah. to get your attention so that you yeah. actually you know, got to meet him? How did that happen? Yeah, well. Actually, I went to a Catholic boarding school, and if anybody told me that I'd become a Christian later on, I would have probably said, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. But um, I went through all kinds of journeys, and then at age 30, a very good friend of mine was born again. And I knew him quite well, and I thought, something has happened to this guy. And I thought, well, I need to find out, and thank God he didn't, he had enough sense to listen more than he spoke and I kept coming back and asking questions. And then one day I went to Seapoint Assembly with him and uh, these people were talking Italian, speaking in tongues and all kinds of stuff. And I was, it, was, uh, it was quite frightening. But I, I knew that I owed it to myself and I, I always wanted to ask them what were they praying because I knew this was a yes or a no answer, not yes, not now or no. Mm. And I, that was impressed on my spirit that I had to make a decision, either yes or no. And I was on my way on my own to church one evening and I was about the second or third time I'd gone to church and I was driving up High Level Road and there was this fear and I remember I just pulled over and I said, I'm sure I'm not supposed to be scared. And the fear went. And I realized that fear, the fear wasn't where I was going. It was only a fear that I had. And that night I made the decision. I think if they didn't have an altar call that night, I would have actually said, hey, <laughs> what about me? But yeah, and then I think for about six, weeks I think my I, my feet didn't touch the ground I was on cloud cloud nine it was a it was an amazing release you know, finding someone that had all the answers and that had me you know I was thinking of my situation and, and how I came to know Jesus but it was yeah. in, in, in my situation he used I went through something which was quite traumatic and traumatic also actually yeah. of my own doing but uh, that's what he used in, yeah. in my life to draw me to him. And so sometimes it depends, um, it, it's always interesting how people, what happens in their life, how it happens, because we're all different and we all have a different yeah. story, we all, um, and, and that's how it happened with me. It's always fascinating how he intervenes in, in our lives and uses us where we are and our situations. I always find that amazing. Yeah. yeah it doesn't, no one is the same. 
and uh, that's why it's, for me it's always um, it's encouraging but it's also just amazing to hear everyone's story it's different and yeah. some people have the introduction to him or, or the yeah. way he gets to call them uh, some people go through really bad situations like really bad stuff and so I, I guess what I'm, what I'm saying with myself is although it was seemed bad to me at the time what I went through it was a, it was a good thing how have you found over the years how have you found him to um, you know, you know the, the part that he plays in your life because look it's all about relationship yeah. obviously um, and so your walk with him and can you maybe think of something that I think as you were saying as well you know it, it's uh, everybody's got a story and um, there's a scripture that really that really clarified a lot for me and that was that he's the author and the finisher of the work that he started in us so he's writing every chapter dotting every I, crossing every T. And I had an experience, we were living in Hawaii and for two years I, I loved diving and I went diving every day. And I had this aha moment, this light bulb moment of where I was sitting on our, after two years I was sitting on our little, we had a little beach house. It sounds idyllic and it was. <laughs> and I believe the Holy Spirit said to me, if you had to leave yourself sitting here and come back in 10 years time, what would you be doing? And I thought, well, I'll be living in paradise every day, having a diving every day, having a fish barbecue with my buddies, diving every day, living in paradise. And all of a sudden it was the end of the dream because I think, you know, we often have this dream, if I get that, I'll be happy. And maybe I set the bar too low, or maybe by God's grace I arrived at, the, at that place yeah. very early. I mean, I was 28, at the, 28, 29 at the time. And it was the end of the, it was like eating ice cream every day for 700 odd days, 360 times two. And, you know, just ice cream's not good enough after that. Yeah. And it's like, what could happen to us is that we live our whole life climbing up this ladder and then when we get to the top we find out it's been leaning against the wrong building and so by the by the grace of God at 30 and, and, and it was devastating in a way but it was brilliant in a way because I shifted from the temporal to, to, to looking for the supernatural and then I went into Red Indian mythology and all kinds of things and uh, I had a very good friend of mine that I taught diving that we, when, we, when I, went to, um, I went to commercial diving school and stayed with this guy and he was a Red Indian medicine man, a New York Jew and a psychiatrist that dealt with terminal patients and their immediate family. And he, would, he was basically dealing with people that were leaving this life and entering into the next life. Okay. And so I was really taken up with his teaching and what have you. And I experienced some supernatural stuff. But what the turning point for me was that those kind of people speak about a spirit guide. And I thought to myself, how do you know if you get a good spirit guide or not? Also, you can encounter things, spiritual things. And I had some encounters. And what happens if you encounter a force that's stronger than you, who's 
is your spirit guide going to be strong? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, and then funny, uh, well, by the grace of God, my daughter was born. We wanted to come back to South Africa. Jenny wanted to come back to South Africa. And then I also stopped searching so hard and fast. I, I realized I was going to become a parent. And so I backed out of that. And then uh, literally a year later, I met this friend of mine that was born again. And I thought, I, 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 because I was always searching, I owed it to myself to go and find out whether what he was talking, what he, this change that was in him was where it came from. Was, sorry, was, was he from America? No, no, or he was America? just a guy, a guy called Tony, Tony De Beer who was married to the Pink Lady. And I've lost touch with him and I've tried to get hold of him again, but I, was, I wanted to ask him, were they actually praying for me that I would that it would be a yes or no thing and not you know because often that third thing not now yes I had a very good friend of mine that I had witnessed to and he said he knows his parents he understood all of it and he just said not now and as true as God he was getting into his car and a car side swiped him on high level road and now he, he's in a wheelchair and he's uh, he can't talk yeah. properly he's I often think and his parents take well, yeah parents take him to church and when he's when he's in church he's he starts to get very excited doing praise and worship so his spirit is responding to to, to yeah. Christ but yeah, so by the grace of God, we, we're living in the valley of decision and it's been appointed to a man of ones to live and ones to die. And God has set before us life, death, curse or blessing. And he says, choose life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So that when we choose Jesus, we choose. It comes with that life because he's the broken down wall between us and God. And he's the... He takes us back to a spirit-to-spirit relationship with God again. Because when God created us, He breathed His Spirit into us at creation, yeah. which we which we don't listen to because we listen to the, the temporal, the flesh, everything else that was made out of the temporal. But anyway, yeah. You were saying when you knew that you were your daughter was on the way, did that also help you to... to, to when, look, look, when your daughter... When you knew your daughter was on the way, she was going to be born, um, that did that affect you also? Did it also help towards thinking? You know? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I, you know, I come from a broken home. My father was an alcoholic. My mom remarried, and she was a my my stepfather was a workaholic. And a couple of weeks before my daughter was going to be born. I had this another aha moment, aha moment, which I believe is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and you know, you grow up and you're thinking, when I become a parent, I'll never do that to my children. I won't do this and I won't do that. And we have these, these, you know, these kind of thoughts. Mm. And I, I had this aha moment, and it was, you know, what you're not going to do, but what are you going to do? And I realized I had no idea yeah. what I was going to do. You know, yeah. uh, to be a parent, yes. you know, you know, where's the rule book? Where's the instruction book? Okay. Yeah. And um, in reality, you know, 
when Kelly was born, it was a long labor. And when Kelly came out, she came out literally, and she's she's like that even today. She's very she's very uh, loud and vocal, yeah. not in a, in a nice way, but she was. And I had this primal urge to pull those doctors out of the way and and take my daughter, you know, because she was crying. And obviously I didn't, but they checked her out and made sure she was okay and they put her in my arms and she was crying during this whole thing and when they mm. put her in my arms she stopped crying immediately mm. oh, awesome. and they did what they were doing and then they took her away to weigh her and clean her and when they took her out of my arms again she started crying again and that was God saying there's a there's a spiritual connection and, and it's in your DNA, it's in your very being that you're that God has put the things like being a parent, being a man, being it's in our it's 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 created in us. I didn't have to find the rule book or I didn't have to find something to teach me that. Yeah. I just had to follow that which God had uh, created in us to yeah. be. You know. God is wow. amazing, yeah. That's awesome. Of course, you came back to South Africa. Yeah, I, I, I would have actually stayed in America. I, I had no real uh, ties, and uh, but Jenny wanted to come back, and so I thought, if we don't come back, if it if if things get difficult, she'd probably if she was anything like me, I would have said, you know, I, I knew we should have gone back to South Africa. Now look at this, you know. But she's not like me, thank God. And, but we did come back. But I also realized America's got all these evangelists. Nobody ever spoke to me about Jesus in our four and a half years while we were there. And also I've reconnected with my family because I realized that God is a God. He created us for relationships. Yes. And I've come to value relationships. And there's no better there's no better relationships than family relationships. And you know we've got a big my side is a big bigish family, but Jenny, my wife's side, it's a really big family. And I would never have had that if I'd stayed overseas. You know, friends are friends, but family is family. Yeah. And you know, through the years, you realise, you know. My mom always used to say you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can also diss your friends, but you can't diss your family. Yeah. So we're in it for the long haul. And I would have missed that if we'd stayed in the States. Yeah. And that, that teaches you a lot, actually, yeah. about relationships. And yeah. Because ultimately, again, the Lord uses everything and anything to, to get a message across to us in, in teaching us about relationships. I mean, what better situation to use than your own family yeah because you've grown up with that relationship yeah. thing with with all your siblings your parents etc um, but what I want to say with that is that, is that ultimately we, we get an, an idea because of our relationship with our family what it's like to have a relationship with him yeah and and obviously love drives that I mean I'm thinking about myself now it's it's over 30 years that I've known the Lord but I'm still learning things yeah. about relationship. Because yeah. you, go you go through sort of seasons where you, 
yeah, you, you kind of lose touch with what you should be learning in a in a way at your pace. In other words, I, I yeah. reckon yeah. he slowly draws you to himself. And um, obviously, we I believe we can change that. Um, we can speed that up a bit, if you yeah. will, by just spending more time with him and being more intimate with him. I believe that he could very well move that process along quicker. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because ultimately that what we really want to do and, and where we really want to be is in that relationship with him. But of course, with him it's a different level. Yeah. And, and you know, then you think about it, God gives us this, this incredible gift of being able to come together as a man and a woman and become one flesh. And he's the is we the bride, uh, we the, the church is the bride, and, and he is the bridegroom. And you know, we got this analogy, this reality, and we we get to live it. And we end up finding our our bride in a sense. Yeah. And then out of that out of that union of becoming one, you you get a child that is a lot of yeah, the the, the, the bride in it, and a lot of the bridegroom in it. But they they come from the same DNA, and then there's this. I read in the Bible that Jesus said, "If I use the this world, the analogy of the world, to explain something to you, and you don't get it, how much more difficult if I just come out and say it? You know, like from a spiritual point of view. Once you start absorbing the Bible, you realize there's all these incredible analogies that He uses. You know, like He says." The kingdom of God is like a treasure in a field, and the man sells everything and buys the field. Or the treasure, or the kingdom of God is like a pearl of great worth, and the man sells everything and buys the pearl. It's not the pearl or the treasure; it's the, it's the whole. So then, you know, you get you get to be a parent, and we call God our Father. And there's all of these incredible, uh, you know, there's these truths that permeate through through the scriptures so it's, it's just amazing you know, and, and the great thing is that it's a it's a continuous journey it's a continuous searching because he's so huge and, and massive yeah we're always going to be learning something you know he's right his character is so yeah so, I, mean, so I accepted the Lord 40 years ago we've been together 49 years because of the Lord, everything is new every day. I love Jenny now more than I did 49 years ago. It gets better because you realize that relationships grow. We often think to ourselves, I wish I'd known what I, I wish I'd known the Lord like I know him now 10 years ago. Yeah. You would have missed out on the journey. I mean, yeah. I, 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 Jenny and I are now at 49, being together 49 years, and I mean, I've just turned 70. It's a whole new experience. Every day is like completely different, you know. Wow. Uh, and He promises us life and a life more abundantly. So there we've got this abundant life. I mean, nothing is especially now nothing is static we're living in a world that is changing so rapidly yeah. you could never actually you could never be bored and yes so you know instead of 
embracing instead of we need to embrace the newness and the changes and the, yeah. I mean faith is an adventure and I think it's we God created us with a spirit of adventure I remember that I thought I'd lived a fairly adventuresome life now that I've got saved I better settle down and become yeah. you know boring or whatever and I, I battled for quite a while until the Lord showed me one day, he said, listen, you like a, you've taken a champagne bottle, taken the wire off, shaken the champagne bottle and you're holding the cork on. He said, you, why don't you just aim the bottle at life, let the cork come out, put your thumb over there and just aim the champagne of your life and just go, wee. <laughs> and it was, amazing analogy but it released me into living life to the full he's promised us a life and life more abundantly it's salvation is can often seem like it's like a you know uh yeah you know we gotta we gotta there's this you know there's this heavy control on us and you know we we can't have any there's no uh, there's no there's a huge difference between joy and happiness. I mean, you can yeah. go through a terrible thing in life and and not be happy, but the joy of the Lord is is your, is our strength. Yeah. And I find that as the joy starts to settle in us, and as the peace starts to settle in us, it abides in us, and we and it's with us through through the good and the bad time. And that's that. Unfortunately, you don't have that. Happiness just doesn't do that. Yeah, and and the peace of God, and the joy of the Lord. Once that once that settles into our spirit, it's, it makes it life incredibly exciting. And, in, yeah. and because happy happiness is a, is a, I would say a f- fleeting thing, but it's it can come and go, you know. Um, but but when you have a relationship with with God, that's that's when you when the, that joy that you get from that yes. relationship is something that's more. It's more cemented in your yeah. spirit, man. You know, it's, so it's not something that you might have a day or two where you might have a bit of a speed bump type thing, but but basically your joy is still there, and you pick up and you keep going. But now happiness, yeah. if you're relying solely on on, on, on worldly things to be yeah. happiness, yeah, you'd be very disappointed. What would you say to people? Because I always think of of what we gain through as believers. Christians in, in, in the world as we know it now yeah. and uh, we were chatting a bit earlier about it's not going to get a whole lot better That's, we'll be heading for really um, turbulent, even more turbulent times and, yeah. and rough times what would you say to someone to encourage them in these times that we've been dealing with and going through I think the reality for all of us is that life doesn't get any easier. Getting old isn't easier. You know, I mean, I'm battling a bit with my hearing, but it gets better. My life has got better and better and better. It hasn't got easier. Of everything that we've gone through to get here, it's been worth it because every battle we've fought, every valley that we've gone through uh, because life is like that you learn most of what you learn is is going through the dark places and or through the valleys 
on the on the mountains when everyone is bright, flashy, everyone, everything's okay. You don't. That's not where you really learn mm. in life. You know, it's the it's the, it, the. I jokingly say, Lord, can we dispense with a bit of character building now and just get to straight blessings for a while? You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I, I probably is obviously saying, look, we've all been parents, and we always say, listen, unfortunately. You know, character, we, you, you got to develop your character, you know, you can't bypass character yeah. and go and just, you know. So, and it's a wonderful, I mean, I often think about it, what, a, what an incredible story each of, each of us have. We've all got the story that goes back from when we, you know, when we were a year old and before, when, you know, we rode our bicycles and we went to school and, We've got this incredible story, and it's nothing to be laughed at, and it's and it's and we must ch- cherish that. I was thinking about it the other day when Jesus came to show the disciples that he had a physical body. He's got a body. We are the body of Christ. We are the living. We worship God in spirit and in truth, but you can't be so spiritually minded that you lose track of the physical side of life. Exactly. And on the other hand, you can't lose track of the spirit. A friend of mine used to say that too much spirit, and we blow up and we, be, you know, become airy fairy. <laughs> too much truth, and we dry up and become, you know, brittle and yes. and difficult. But spirit and yeah. truth dry up or blow up Together. with both. Yeah we grow up and you know I've been doing a lot of growing up I I think I often say when I hit 70 I was a bit disappointed I thought now finally I'm gonna grow up but nothing much happens (laughs) I'm still busy growing up and enjoying the whole process of life you know what teaches us I just think about this we're gonna live for eternity you know when we get to our 60s 70s 80s etc that that sort of period of our life and we think um, that's it, you know, we, we're done and, and, and dusted kind of thing. But actually, if you look at it, eternity, we're actually very young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, phys- physically, uh, it seems like you're, it's like we're really old, but really young. It's a long way to go. You know, I often think, well, uh, not often, but I, I, I do actually think of this. Because we, we don't see him face to face, this is the only what speaks of this age and in the age to come and we are eternal beings when we leave this temporal body god is god's got another body for us but this is the only place that we can have an adventure the adventure of faith when when this ends we're going to see him face to face and it says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess but we're going to see him in the fullness as the light as the joy you won't have to decide to worship you'll just be caught with it's like when you see this incredible being you just you just can't help yourself yeah and and here we are entering into a relationship now before that and i had this i had this thing a couple of weeks ago and i saw millions in the in the of people just worshiping God and as I was seeing it I thought to myself I didn't actually speak I just thought to myself I wonder if I'm gonna be there 
Mm. Well, I just said, am I going to be there? I just thought, am I going to be there? And the Holy Spirit said to me, no, you're going to be sitting at my table. Wow. And I realized we have the opportunity in this life to choose him. And he said, he says, I am your glory and the lifter of your head, and I'll take you from one degree of glory to another. It also said he doesn't share his glory with anybody. But because of Christ, in Christ, we're not just anybody. Amen. When he sees us as he sees his son, because mm. his son has actually cleared the deck for us, then we're fully accepted in the beloved. And so we enter into the kingdom on earth before we before we go we, before we leave this this thing. Yeah. So we we do the transition yeah. So the yeah. people that haven't done the transition yeah, the spirit that God breathed into them at creation, after the, their bodies have passed away, their spirits will carry on will will be will carry on worshiping God, mm-hmm. and they'll be released to do that. And so there's these, these incredible, and I don't want to read anything into it other than my experience. And, and, and when we come back to this, we've each got the story. And what God has shown you, it might be different to what He's shown me. And, and I came to this realization with my wife one day. We've been together for 49 years. I know her for 49 years. We've been living together. She lived with a mom for 21 years. A mom knows her, for, knew her for 21. My son, before he left home, was 26 years. My daughter, 21 years. All of us have known Jenny differently, but she's all of those things. A mother, a wife, a daughter. God is all of these things that we all experience differently. That's why we, we, we can get an idea of what he's like through Paul, through Peter, through James, through John, through all of that. But we're also developing our own relationship that we can relate to. And so after being in a relationship with God for 40 years, I wish I'd understood what I've just said now. Mm. I would have cherished the even more and sought the relationship of him speaking to me, of me speaking to him and asking him things. And he says, Come, let us reason together. God's not unreasonable. I've asked him things to explain things so that I can understand things. And he has come through. Not always at, at the time that I wanted that I wanted to, but yeah. through the years I've realized I can ask him anything. And in his time and in his way, he'll show me exactly what I'm asking. So we get the opportunity of having this relationship on this side of the curtain. And when the curtain's thrown back and we enter into the eternal, you know, a thousand years of peace or whatever that works, mm. uh, we've already done the transition. Yeah. So it's amazing, it's amazing privilege sure. that we have, yeah. You were talking earlier about um, living you know, in eternity with Him. And I, I just think of the, the people out there that, that don't want to know Him. And, and, and that I'm not going to make that. They're going to make a transition, but not to spend eternity with Him. Yeah. You know, this is why it's, such a, it's so important for us to reach out to or speak to or spread yeah. the word, the, the good news, to people out there to give them that, um, that hope that they're all looking for. Because, you know, knowing what we know, yeah. um, 
I can't, I can't imagine spending eternity not being with him. I, I can't imagine. And, and that I would, myself personally, I would encourage people, yeah, to speak to you, speak to your family, speak to your friends, um, people you come across, share your, your story. Share your testimony, the difference that God's made in your life. Because to think that the, the thought that they may not, people that you know, that you care for, may not spend eternity with him. Yeah, that should make you want to... And you know, you're right. And to just gossip the gospel to them. And you know, you know, just saying, ah, Jenny got saved, my wife got saved a year after me. And I've, Jenny is a very stable person. She comes from a very stable background. And her compass always points to true north. My compass needle was spinning around. I it had no idea where north was until I got saved and then then I then it just went shing and it pointed straight to Jesus and that was it and that was that 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 was like the answer to my whole oh, you know to being lost I was now and I, I had direction on a new where true north was I sort of came along to Jenny and I was going like I, I realized you know Jenny I know we've I've, I've said let's go to America let's do this let you know through all the years of let's do things and some of some of it worked, some of it didn't work. And now I'm gonna come along and say, listen, you gotta do this Jesus thing, it's fantastic. You know, and she's gonna say, Oh my god, not another. He's off on a tangent again. <laughs> so I realized I couldn't do that. And so I just had to bide my time and just trust God in it. And it took a year. But one of the things I did do, and it was just real, I would say to her, in all honesty, I'd say to her, I cannot believe what's happening to me. This salvation thing, this Jesus thing has just completely blown me away. Mm. I, I don't know how to explain it to you, I don't know how to share it with you, but I, I just say, listen, I, I just can't believe what's happening to me. This whole feeling, this whole experience was just yeah. amazing. Wow. And I think after we've been walking, I mean, how long have you been saved? Yeah, over 30 years now. Yeah. If somebody asks you to explain it, how can you wrap, how can you, you will explain salvation based on your 30 years experience, yeah. mine on my years of experience. It's impossible to explain it to where someone could understand it. It's like, I always think of it like this. It's like explaining to a nine-year-old they ask you, what is this whole thing about, you know, men and women and the whole thing? And they say, no, well, look, one day you'll get a girlfriend and then you'll, you'll, you guys will kiss. They say, well, what is kiss? So, well, you rub your lips together. and say, what? I'm going to rub my lips on a girl's lips. You know, you must be joking. And then one day they meet this girl and they actually kiss. I remember when I kissed Jenny for the, she, for the first time and I... She leant over before she got out of the car and just kissed me on the cheek and got out of the car. And I wasn't sure, uh, I was crazy about it, but I wasn't sure how she felt. And she leant over, kissed me, got out of the car and went inside. And I mean, I drove off and I was going like, <laughs> you know? So how do you, it's these moments, yeah. you know, yeah. and salvation's like that. You, you, you can't explain it and it doesn't make sense as much as saying 
trying to explain someone when you meet the love of your life, you know, yeah. this woman that you can spend the rest of your life with, and then after 49 years together, you even even more in love than you ever were. Yeah. And you know, that's got also got a lot to do with our hearts, and you mm. know, yes. and we get messed up in our thinking. There's mm. there's that as well. Yeah. I mean, um, we can have. You know, we could have been hurt in life and disappointed in life that it sets us up to saying, well, you know, where we're abusive or whatever, mm. not, not discounting that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I just want to encourage um, those listening out there, it's an exciting journey. Never a dull moment. Yeah, just keep following him. And uh, again, I, I would not, knowing what I know now <clears throat> and knowing who he is after all these years, yeah, I wouldn't want to do things any other way. Uh, yeah. There's nothing else that, that could give me that, um, yeah, that satisfaction, that, that, that love as well. It's, there's nothing that can do that to you. Even, you know, even as much as you love your wife and she loves you, he's next level. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and to think that, that we're going to be spending eternity finding out more and more about him. Uh, yeah. It's like exciting. It's like yeah. really... There's so much more that we're going to experience, which yeah. makes what we gain through here, yeah, it makes it look, yeah, we can't even begin to imagine yeah. what it's going yeah. to be like, you know, so. But thanks for sharing, and yeah, I pray that it's going to, people are going to be touched, and they'll spend some time thinking about what, what God means to us, and um, yeah, that's going to be an encouragement. So, all right, folks, we'll chat to you once again, and on the next one we'll be giving you notice as to who we speak to next but thanks for joining us and being part of uh, share the beans myself tony and charlie saying cheers we'll check thanks tony pleasure man thank you again